get to that, but uh, I think we have a supernatural story, Alex? I do, I do. Well, you know, Rob is in on this one, too. This is kind of a cool one. Um, we've talked about these people before, and um, we won't disguise their names because they, they've told us before we can use them. So this is specifically um, about people we've talked about before. This is, uh, we're going to introduce another person into this, but this is uh, about Mark, who had some stuff happen at his uh, house, his abode, and <clears throat> our friend Alicia. I always have to say, Militia, Alicia. <laughs> I, yeah, 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 memory tool. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. <clears throat> because she's always like, don't call me Alicia, it's militia. It rhymes with militia. So, um, Alicia the militia. And um, <clears throat> she's actually what you would call a seer. So, what that means is that, you know, um, in secular world, that's like a psychic, right? She <clears throat> sees things, right? And um, uh, sort of like um, spiritual things, um, not necessarily a diviner, but she can um, see spirits, right? So, um, yeah, she's <clears throat> the unseen realm. Yeah. S E E R, seer. Right. So um, she sometimes sees um, demonic things. And so Mark was having a lot of weird stuff happen at his house. He has a huge collection of Civil War memorabilia that he collects, the Vietnam War stuff, any type of war stuff. And he's had family years, like for 20-something, 30 years, he's had, I guess, a little uh, stuff happen at his house. Ghosty things, stuff come up missing, but stuff had been progressing and getting worse, like checks missing. Um, and then showing up later somewhere else that he knew he didn't put it. Um, <clears throat> but just weird little things happened. So he, it, but it was getting more worrisome and getting more problematic. And he always sort of regarded it as sort of charming, right? He, yeah. He wasn't, yeah. He wasn't really thinking that it was bad. But then this. Yeah, it was like a talking piece for him or something. Well, he lives by himself. So. Yeah. Yeah. In and a he, van down by the river. That's right. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. And a uh, little creepy. No. He's a really sweet guy. I know. But he's a really sweet guy, actually. And um, But things were getting worse. And um, But he'd always regarded this behavior as okay. But for whatever reason, this um, spiritual side was getting dark. So he actually asked us to come over and help him get rid of it. Because um, this... The spiritual entities were um, showing up as faces and tormenting him in the middle of the night, and um, waking him up. Yeah, and and now they were presenting as more malevolent, and so we came over there, and um, I wanted Alicia to come over there because she can see stuff. I can't necessarily see stuff, and nor do I really want to. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so Rob and I went over there to say some prayers for him and uh, hopefully clear some stuff out. And so we come in and, you know, with the anointing oil and the Bible and, and start to pray. Um, and actually, I went over there one time by myself, which I don't usually do, especially for healings. And um, and I realized how stupid that was afterwards, but Mark is a really sweet person. So I'm just thinking I'm just going to be doing a healing because he's having some pain issues. And I'm saying some prayers. And I'm feeling kind of weird in the place like uh, something feels like there's something heavy here and I don't really know because like I said I didn't do a whole lot of deliverance at that point or clearing out of stuff like that and I said you know what let me just say some prayers you know first before we get started and um I start to say some prayers and in in my ear like very loud as I'm saying a prayer I hear shh <laughs> as I'm saying the prayer and there's nothing there's nothing around me it's just me and Mark there and I'm like what? That was... Kevin wasn't in the closet. <laughs> right? <or anything>. <laughs> it, was so weird. it was so weird. And I'm like, that, that was weird. And so I'm like, what? And that's crazy. What am I? 
I, no, what, I couldn't have really heard that. So then I stop, you know, and I didn't say anything to him. And then I start the prayers again and really loud, again, right in my ear, the same thing, just shh. And I'm like, what, huh? What? That freaks me out. Um, so then I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk through the house and just say prayers to clear out whatever's in here. And I did, but it's, there was one room that I really didn't like. And he had a lot of memorabilia in that room. Um, so then it was a few weeks later, he called us back and we went into that room in particular that has a lot of memorabilia. Do you remember that room? Oh yeah, definitely. The one that had, uh, so we, we, didn't we put certain stuff in a, in a, like a hefty bag and. Oh, well we, that was later. That was but a different yeah, time? There, oh, okay. yeah. Well, no, that was the same night. Oh, was, okay. Okay. The, the one room had. I know room you're talking about. A t- like bullets. And, and we had, walked in and both walked. Sorry, we did not rehearse this as you can tell. Right. We walked in and we both went to a particular There's a curio cabinet. Yeah, yeah. Like boom, right at the same time. Yeah. So yeah I remember that. He had that. a lot yeah, of yeah. pictures because wow, he's had a lot of members. Right. That were in the Civil War yeah, that he knew. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was um, bullet fragments right, and helmets. Right. And yeah. um, But there was one particular area that we were both really drawn to that I was getting a lot of um, weird pain mm-hmm, in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole time we were there, I just kept um, feeling lots of pain in my jaw, in my chest. And even um, Alicia showed up later and she was having significant pain in her chest as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you remember that he had this... Um, pic- there's one picture he has there's lots of civil war pictures up mm-hmm. he has of relatives mm-hmm. that fought in oh yeah war. oh yeah but there's the one picture on the wall of this um he was native american right right and he's really beautiful he said he was um somewhere in his family line he had a huge picture of him up several places throughout the house mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he didn't know how he died i do because i kept getting right you, yeah yeah very severe mm-hmm. pain in my jaw and mm-hmm. then it would move to my shoulder <laughs> my chest i think and then my shoulder and it kept doing it over and over and over all night long. And I was like, yeah, I can pretty much tell you how this. And he's like, well, he fought in the Civil War and he got shot. That's all I know. And I was like, no, I know where he got shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember? It was yeah, really oh, yeah, weird. I totally remember, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I don't usually get that kind of stuff. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I know where he was shot. Right, in, right. In the order in which he was shot in the face, right. in the shoulder, in the Man. chest. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went into the one room and he had this... Um, giant carved wooden remember that's what i'm talking about that's yes. stuff we put in the hefty bag yes and it was um rob's like you he's he had gone there one time before me mm-hmm. and he'd had this um fork spoon wooden thing yeah, from vietnam yeah yeah and it was really huge and rob told him to get rid of it he didn't he still had it <laughs> rob said you have to see this thing took me to that room to see it rob was still freaked out about it <laughs> um, right? Oh, yeah, totally. And he told him to get rid of it. I don't I'm a little even... angry because he didn't listen. Right. <laughs> just a little. And I don't know why. But And he's like, yeah, Rob's like, here, touch it, touch it. And I was like, what? And he's like, no, just touch it. Um, thanks, Rob. <laughs> She's uh, never looked the same since. <laughs> right? Um, and I did and didn't expect to. But uh, my hands, as soon as I touched that thing, my hands, I'm looking at my hands and I go, Rob, are my hands shaking right now? Mm, and he's like, mm. no. And I'm looking at my hands because I... My whole body, especially my hands, started to feel like they were vibrating, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they weren't shaking that you could see. Right, right, But that's right. how it felt inside my body. Right, it was right. so insane. Yeah. And I don't even know what it was, and I put them down, and then, I, and I was like, I don't know what that was, and I grabbed them again because I was like, that can't be real. And my hands, start, I felt the whole thing start, I could have sworn my whole body was shaking, mm. but you couldn't see it from the outside. I was like, yeah, you've got to get rid of those. <laughs> I yeah. was like, thank you for the confirmation. Yeah, I mean, it was really weird. I don't even know yeah. what that was about. I don't, I, I don't, I don't recall how I felt. I don't recall. I just remember saying, get it out, and came back, and it was still there. Yeah, his whole house was um, filled with weird um, spirits. Mm, all and stuff, over. But. We did a whole cleansing. It took yeah. a, like an, over an hour. Uh, well, it took right? four. How many? Four hours. Yeah, several. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Weird. 
Anyway, so. Well, thank God for different parts <laughs> oh, of sorry, the body. <laughs> and because uh, Lord knows I, I could walk in and I would think, oh, that's such a nice trinket. And touch it and go, this would look so great on, great my, on my wall. On my wall. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know? funny. Right. And uh, so it, it's it's important that we understand that there's, there's lots of different gifts in the body. And I think everyone who's actually married knows, hey, you know, our, our spouses and are so different than we are. You know, even when you're, you know, somewhat alike, you still have these different areas. And this is something, especially, you know, being married as long as I have, I realize, you know, my wife has a lot of, you know, perceptions of things that, that they're just not there for me at all. <laughs> and so it's sometimes it's hard for me to understand what's going on and uh, and I think that's the that's the point we need to understand that that there's different operations in the gifts and uh, thank God that they were able to go pray for him and and this time when he got rid of all that stuff he actually got relief um, mm-hmm. never yeah. been back so. well I think you know he he had to take authority you know mm-hmm. it's really about you taking authority over right. it because only right, you know right. Rob and I can't can't really do that for somebody right, right. we can help right to a right. certain degree but those things are going to come back if you don't take authority right. yeah I, I sent him a, a um like a a, a post op if you will I, I sent him an email of just a, a list of things he's doing you know, stay in your bible yeah. pray you know just like this little little prescription if you will a spiritual yeah, prescription we sent some prayers anyway. and stuff and yeah, exactly. we can help clear those things out but ultimately sure. you know the authority is given to you to, yeah. and you're responsible for clearing those things out of your life yeah, um, and, then we, and in the future, we'll do an episode on all this stuff. Yeah. So and if you have questions about it, DM us. Right, and to them that know, you know, meat is meat, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, right, and so, but the authority is yours, right? Yeah, and absolutely. And you, you can take control of that totally. over yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to. Uh, and you have to. Yeah. So praise God, we're going to move Amen. forward now and uh, <laughs> Sorry. You know, for God's deliverance. And, and, and the truth is, is hopefully you have somebody that can pray for you when, you, when you're in need, right? Right. Of course. And we've gotten many of these calls before. And again, it's, right. it's about going and helping and praying for yeah. people and, and realizing that they, they have the, the power to, to kick these entities out of their life and out of their house. And, right. Um, so I want everybody to really hang with me this particular episode. You may have to listen to the first part of this one twice because I'm going to, you know, we've been struggling watching our nation. And so some of these bombs I'm going to drop in this episode are going to help you to see how this all fits together. Every show that I'm watching, these people are seeing this huge deception unfold in front of us. And they keep thinking about who in the world is behind this. And they keep thinking, what in the world could this ultimate agenda be of all the stuff that's happening? And I believe that we're going to put together about three basic ideas and two different passages to show you that Christians are the only one who know who is behind this and we are the ones who know what this is all about so the first one I want to get into is this when you think about what is God's ultimate purpose for us in this life and I'm talking about on this side of heaven well people go well obviously Jesus right you know Jesus came he was God in the flesh he showed us what he would do when he if he was a man right and what he did is save all of us something we could have never done for ourselves and and not only was he killed but the resurrection of jesus is is the crucial part of it as well but there's another part we talked about in an episode where he went to the spirits underground and witnessed right so that witnessing was that he now holds all power in heaven and on earth and of the underworld 
all of the keys are his. Okay, so then he is now spending time with his disciples in a resurrected body. Mm -hmm. They have got to put their hands, okay, inside his wounds. They need to know this is real. This yeah. is happening because these 12 men would change the world as we know it. But the key is that Jesus said, it is better for me to go so that the Holy Spirit can come. In other words, the Holy Spirit, the God inside of us, the idea that the holiest part of the temple, those veils were rent. That's where that priest would go in once a year on Yom Kippur. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's the Irish pronunciation. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> it works, works for me. And he had the <laughs> rope tied to him, it's right? Gaelic. And because if things didn't go well, <laughs> right, they had a rope on him because they couldn't go in there. They right. had to just yeah. pull him out. And they actually also had a bell. There you go. Yeah, you stole bells. my thunder. Yeah, so, oh, so, I'm so sorry. That's okay. So that's what happens. You, <laughs> she's in Bible school too. I yeah. know. See okay. what happens? Yeah, yeah, right. and, <laughs> yeah and, you can actually Google it, and they'll have. They actually have a couple of the actual bells. Um, archaeologists actually found. There's like two or three of them. Oh, really? Roman Church, at, huh. Roman Catholic Church has and them. And pomegranates too. They anyway, say. Sorry, we. Sorry, that's we. <laughs> no, that's great right. segue yeah. there because that's exactly where I'm going next. So what I want you to think about is that place. Okay, was so holy that if the guy didn't walk in and yeah. do everything the right way, he wasn't walking out. That's right. That's right. a perfect and holy God. Yeah. And where did he go, Rob? Where that veil was rent, where did he go? Oh, he yeah. went right, right inside in, right our Right inside us. We have him inside us. So. Exactly. Mm. So what does that sound like? That's mm -hmm. back to the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. God sure. is inside of our bodies. It is his temple, and we get to walk and talk with him in the garden of our heart every day that we are alive, right? Mm -hmm. And that was God's ultimate game plan. Right. That he right. Want, I mean, literally, you know, to say that he, his desire was to walk with us. You know, yes, that's incredible. It is. It, it makes is you know. Yeah. Think about it. It's the personal relationship. <laughs> that's what he wanted. When we talk about we're not religious, we're not lying, right? Religion, a bunch of rules doesn't doesn't not going to help you. Right. But a good. relationship with God, right? Yeah. That grows because we get to know Him, right? Mm -hmm. When you get to know God, you know about His character and all these things. So what I want to see here is that if this is God's ultimate goal is to live inside your body. What do you think Satan's ultimate goal is? I would have to go with live inside our body. You think? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Now, what is that? We call that demonic what? Possession. Possession, right? So he wants to get us in a situation where he is allowed to come in. And remember, demonic possession means a spirit, a spirit that doesn't have a body coming into your body and taking over so that your spirit's still in your body, but it's being completely controlled. Subdued, yeah. Subdued, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what demonic possession is. Now, when that happens, right, if Satan's sitting on the seat of your heart, and he's the Lord of your life, can God sit there? Of the seat of your body. No. 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 Do you, do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. and, and that's what I'm trying to say here. And so this is what Satan wants. And how was he going to accomplish this goal? According to the Bible, there is only one thing you can do. One. The mark of the beast primarily is what happens in the last days that somehow, some way, if Satan gets some kind of mark on us, in us, 
that, that establishes a relationship between him and us, then all of a sudden, that's where this comes from. And it allows him to sit where he's never supposed to sit. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So now we're starting to understand why is your body so important? Why is it that it's so important? And this is what the mark of the beast starts to tell us. So um, just thinking through all of that, right, you start to realize that demonic possession and access to our bodies really is important. Now, let's just run a little different direction. We're going to come right back to what I just said. If we're thinking about the world today, the Bible says that we should be looking for what? A government, a new government that's a revival of an old government, right? Specifically related to the old Roman Empire. Okay, that's what we're supposed to be looking for. And it's going to be a kingdom of tens in some way, right? And of course, we see this happening with the United Nations, right? And the United Europe, mm -hmm. right? And of course, how do they break down the world into ten regions, right? So you start to see here that we should be looking for the rise of a beastly type government that has the kind of controls, okay, over the population that the Bible seems to indicate that it will have. For example, one of the things meaning that this beast government has the ability to mark you. And if, it, if you don't take it, they, they have such a universal control that you can't function in that society, meaning you cannot buy and sell, right? So what we're seeing right now, we're kind of calling this episode the evolution of the beast, right? And there's no way you can deny that the COVID narrative is leading us towards what? This beastly government being able to take over control. In order to take control, they have to take our freedoms. And they're taking our freedoms in the name of the COVID narrative, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so now you start to see here, this is the main connection point that, that I want people to see, that we should be looking for a kingdom government. Right. If this one world government is gonna really become a one world government, what is the number one obstacle to a beastly government taking over the world? That would be us, the church, I would say. Well, it's America, <laughs> yeah. right? Now, America. do you understand why our government and the people that are now in office are deliberately, I mean, this is where people are at now. They're like, why would these people be doing this to us? It's as if they're purposely trying to destroy America. Right. right. And so is there a group of people in the world that are trying to do that? Well, first of all, yes, China and Russia. Right. We, right. we know those. Right. Mm -hmm. But what's going on behind the scenes? And so you start to think through this process. When we talk about this, you know, vaccine, you know, being the precursors of a lot of things. But when we talk about it being the precursor of the mark of the beast, well, first of all, if the beast is forming itself, right in front of our eyes and this is the first thing it wants to mark us with then by very definition it is a precursor to what it wants to do to us later does that make sense sure. so that's where we kind of run with that and it's we like see the decepticon exactly <laughs> you know and so alex has such a funny little thing about what americans would do to americans because of what's yeah. happening in america uh it's <laughs> it's really kind of shows you how far you know we've really come since this happened all right, this is a really awesome tweet by Marty Suit, M.M. Suit, and it says, if the United States saw what the United States is doing in the United States, the United States would totally invade the United States to liberate the United States from the tyranny of the United States. 
Exactly. <laughs> this is how far we've gone, people. And, you know, totally. this is the part where we stand up and say, hey, we are Americans. We have our freedoms because somebody died for them. Wow. We can't allow a, a, something to come in that killed 0.18% of us in 18 months and say, guess what? We're going to give up all of our freedoms, right? Yeah. Didn't you hear somebody here recently that was from Cuba saying, hey, we, we had no idea the way to conquer America was to just invent a plague. <laughs> right. It was um, Pitbull. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> who knew? Yeah, who knew, yeah, who who knew? knew? this is all you Pitbull. needed to do wow. to uh, destroy America? Uh, well, yeah, and then what the whole thing with uh, what's that the female rapper, right, who came out? Oh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki yes, Minaj. look like, at you. Look at all those How do you people? even know who that is? It's amazing. What's going on here? Right? I feel like I'm in another universe right, all, right, all of a sudden. This is a great clip, too. we got to play this part. To be mandatory, I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. Can we mandate vaccines across the country? No, that's not a role that the federal government, I think, even has the power to make. We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. It is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't. No, definitely not. You don't want to mandate and try and force anyone to take a vaccine. We... So, you know, people. here again... America's memory is so short, Very and short. they know it, right. and they don't even care what they say. In case you don't remember those voices, what do we have? Biden, Pelosi, um, Fauci, and Saki. Uh, and Saki. Yeah. Right there. That's Incredible. unbelievable. You're right. Unreal. You know, oh, I don't and think com- we can do Camilla's that. Kamala's on a couple sound bites saying the same stuff, exact uh, same stuff. Yeah, unreal. But I don't think we can do that. Yeah. It's unconstitutional. With her laugh, by the way. Oh. oh. So here we enter this stage here where we try to know you. You know there's a worldwide development of the mark of the beast, okay, coming from the beast that's being formed, right? So again, we're seeing something in a precursory stage. So what does the Bible actually say? Now, one of our great episodes, we've actually recorded it. We're going to release it this week as well as a bonus episode. Dr. Thomas Dozer actually goes through Revelations and just mentions that there's a little bit of a series of events that doesn't seem to be happening right now. Um, One of the things that the beast coming up out of the earth, having the two horns, the lamb, and speaking like a dragon, how he uses his authority to exercise, um, make people worship the first beast that came up, and he performs signs and wonders and Mm -hmm. deceives people. Then it talks about an image that he erects and that was of the beast who was wounded by the sword and then somehow lived. So he talks about a progression there, and it's something that everybody should go back and read. But the bottom line is, then we get to the next verse. And this is the primary thing that we know about the mark of the beast. This is verse 16. It says, he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads Mm -hmm. and no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name or the beast or the number of his name here is wisdom let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for the number of a man his number is 666 Mm -hmm. now what we've been saying through this whole show is very simple we have seen a cause come in the world This cause has required all of a sudden where our governments move in a direction to require access to our bodies. Now, again, democratic societies, we don't hold you down. We don't kill you. We make you choose it. 
But then here we see this worldwide ability. I never thought we would figure out how this, I was always wondering, what would it look like? How would they ever pull it off what we could really never buy or sell? And this is, again, because of the worldwide economic situation that we have today, right? Mm -hmm. And so here you have the ability where they can, again, you lose your job. You can't go to Walmart. A vaccine passport is a perfect description of what the Bible says of not being able to buy and sell. So that's three for three, folks. And then here we get to what? The mark where? In their right hand. Well, while the mark is literal, they have to literally get access to our bodies, the right hand is not literal necessarily, right? So when the Bible says, you know, Jesus said, when your right eye offends you, pluck it out because it's better to what? Go into eternity maimed than to lose the whole body. So this again is a figurative thing. Our right hand is what we give our authority to, what we really, what we worship. It's a false god. The fact that they give this beast their right hand is why they get to buy and sell, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't. They're giving their trust. They're giving their allegiance. The fact that we won't give them control and we won't believe them is why we don't get to buy or sell. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then we talked about the mark in the forehead, how these are genetic markers. First of all, most vaccines stay very close to where what? You put them, right? So this is something that disperses throughout the body relatively quickly, and it crosses the blood-brain barrier. These are genetic markers that are in your brain, which is what's behind your two eyes. So this very much fits exactly what the Bible talks about, the mark in the forehead. Right? Now that's stuff we've all been through and hopefully that's a review for you. But the new verse that we're really trying to companion this to is really in um, Revelations 18.25. And who is reading that one? Well, it, that would be Pastor Rob. Yeah, it's Revelation uh, 18.23. Yeah, I'm Yay. back. Thank you. Thank you very much. I am back. <laughs> yeah, Revelation 18.23. And it says, And never again will the light of the lamp shine in you. And never again will the voice of the bridegroom and the bride be heard in you. Here we go. For your merchants were the great and prominent men of the earth, because all nations were deceived and misled by your sorcery, your magic spells, and poisonous charms. It depends on the version. And listen, sorcery, sorcery can also be called witchcraft. Okay, so I'm using the amplified version here. So now, this is a really important verse, right? And uh, I've done a whole series on what's called Mystery Babylon. And this this is all talking about uh, that passage, the whole Revelations 18 is talking about Mystery Babylon as being an entity that goes back, okay, not just to Babylon, but really all the way to the Tower of Babel, right? And again, remember, that's where they were building something that could actually take them into a spiritual dimension, heaven. So mm -hmm. that's why God had to stop that. Okay, so now we start to run on here. This mystery Babylon is an entity that is behind what's going on in the world. And this entity is trying to create what? The beast government. That's what mystery Babylon is trying to do. And it's here with us even now. Now it's really important to understand here when we talk about mystery Babylon, we're going to find out this passage tells us who exactly who it is, right? And this, this beast government is also the the divided kingdom of Daniel the second chapter and of course the beastly government of, of Revelation so let's talk about some of what this says here you have to remember what Babylon represented in the Bible too it was an extremely 
wealthy uh, country, right? It was uh, extreme wealth, occultic practices. It took other cultures, incorporated that into them. It was worshiping demons, um, uh, demonic sacrifices, but it would take other people, right? Make them slaves. Um, It was doing a lot of um, evil things, but taking other cultures and taking them in, Mm -hmm. right? And um, informing them of their demonic practices Mm -hmm. and sucking them in. So having... um, Babylon, and in, in, <laughs> it's kind of interesting that the Bible references that again, yes. right? Well, there's going to be a huge mystery here, because, and, well, but there's a connection to to Babylon. What you're saying and the blood sacrifices that are going on today, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, aren't we still having those everywhere? Yeah, we're referring to abortions. Yeah. If you're not catching on there. So when I think about Babylon, I think we're going to probably go back and do quite the blow up on this part. But the bottom line is. What's so revolutionary about Babylon? It was the first global power that did not go in and wipe out and destroy its enemies. It incorporated them. This is when man began to build knowledge, right? And to try and get this world. And so when you think about in the world today, who is the one that brings all these people together, right? It's not trying to destroy their culture. We want to incorporate them. Right. right? Mm. Use the best of everybody. We want to take all their knowledge and put it into a library. And you start to see these similarities between wow. Mystery yeah. Babylon yeah. And, and what's happening here today, even in America. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, obviously, America is also amazing in a lot of other ways that are all godly. But this is a connection that we share with Babylon. So let's go back to this verse. There's some really huge things here. I, I mean, come on. It says never again okay it says that right when you think about never again you're thinking about something is happening here so mystery babylon their agenda is to make something happen and what do they want to happen they want to make the light in us go out never again to shine they want to do something with finality Mm -hmm. now who is the light Jesus. Jesus is the light. And God is the light, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you think about, well, okay, maybe, okay, that's symbolic. No, no, listen to the next part. Who's the bride? Who's the bridegroom? Are there really any possibilities here except for Jesus? Mm-hmm. Right? You are his bride right. and he is the bridegroom, right? right. Mm-hmm. And so this is a relationship that, that this conversation that we talked about, how we walk and talk with God in the garden of our own heart and how this is mm-hmm. an active part of what it means to be a Christian. These wow. people have an agenda and their agenda is to make God go out inside of us so that it will never again shine. He wants to never again for you to hear the voice of him inside you talking to you, right? Now, who are these people? Okay, now we know their goal, right? And so the question is, before we go there, is what could ever do that? What's the only thing the Bible has ever said that could cause us to suddenly not have the possibility of having light inside of us and having a relationship with God? The mark of the beast. The mark of the beast. So now do you see the correlation? Who is behind the mark of the beast? What are they trying to do to us? And this is where Revelations 18.23, you know, taps into the scriptures that we've already been covering here with Revelations 13. It's telling us who these people are, right? And this is what they're trying to accomplish. This is what the mark of the beast accomplishes. We also have to think about when has that happened in the when have we been cut off 
before, when have we seen that pattern, right? Exactly. In the Bible, that we, we have been cut off from salvation, right? Or when is that possibility? Even? And that relationship, mm. you think about, that means that never again, I mean, that's almost mm. a perfect description of what was happening in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Right? You yeah. start to realize, wow, this is, this is crazy. So how mm. are they going to, who's involved here? It's your wealthy international merchants. It's your great men. It's your prominent men. This would certainly be translated having to do with more politicians and Democrats and world leaders, but also famous people. And when you look, okay, that, that the companies are in on this. I mean, when have we ever seen companies in America chime in on elections, right? And say, Ford and GM saying, yeah, if Michigan does voter reform, we're leaving. Right? This explains Jennifer Aniston in so many ways. It does. And you look at her tweet, she's basically saying, unfront <laughs> anyone who isn't, they're not a, a good human being if they haven't taken this vaccine. Right. Can't be friends with them anymore. Right. So you see here, now think about this. If the wealthy merchants weren't in on this, right, think about how Apple, Google, and Amazon shut down a sitting president. I mean. It is yeah. unheard of. I don't understand how they're not all in jail. Right. Right? You, people go, oh, well, we have free speech in this country. No, we don't, folks. We already lost that. I'm, I'm sorry I, to tell oh, yeah. you. Right? Definitely. And so, again, think about if if they didn't have control yeah. of the wealthy merchants of the world, how could they prevent us from buying and selling? Right. Because the wealthy merchants won't do business with us. Do you see this? So these are the people that are involved, the politicians, the famous people, and the wealthy merchants. And who are these wealthy merchants? They're all over the world. Right. The right? Schwabs, you the think, Bezos. Exactly. The and Elon you think Musk, about the, yeah, you think the about Bill Gates. Yeah, Bernie Sanders talking about how sixty two people mm -hmm. in the world had more money than three point five billion of us. Right. Right? This is a provable fact. The problem is, again, he forgot to tell us that he works for them. <laughs> because they're only people, right, that these people are afraid of, people that are smart enough to know what's going on. America. America right. is the only thing, okay, the middle, thinking free Americans are the only thing that are stopping them from taking over the entire world. And that's a fact, right? Yeah. Now, this is another thing. While certainly I think it's going to be, the Bible's pretty clear that the mark of the beast and the deception surrounding it is not going to deceive the very elect. And there is definitely some controversy about how much deception there will be around the mark of the beast. But here again, this verse is clearly indicating we're talking about something that makes the light go out. You can't talk to Jesus no more, right? And how are they going to pull it off? Deception, right? Yeah. So here's another verse clearly saying this means if it's deception, it can't have a label on it that says, this is the mark of the beast. <laughs> right. I think we talked about this If you take this. Right. Mark of the beast for you. Right. Mark of the beast for you. So yeah. again. Don't mind if I do. I think that they're. Second serving, please. We, we certainly, and the fact that we're getting a, a look at the precursor, okay, or we hope it's not anything more than a precursor. Um, you know, comes into play here. But it's very important to note here that a lot of people are saying there can be no deception about the mark of the beast. And by the way, I'm rooting for them to be right. Uh, you know, well, because Satan has always been so honest. Yes, <laughs> right. And because there was no deception surrounding what? What was that other thing? Oh, yeah, fruit, right? 
and you start to think about that that fruit meant that what we we now live in a fallen body like with christ mm -hmm. we serve what with my mind i serve what christ mm -hmm. but with my body i serve what <laughs> the flesh yeah. right and so we have a dichotomy but the fact that we have a dichotomy means we're savable Right now, if, for example, you think about the, the mark in our foreheads, right, that's our mind. Yeah. If somehow we couldn't serve God with our minds and we already have a fallen body, well, that's two for two. Now we're unredeemable, right? What makes us redeemable is the fact that in our hearts, we can put God on the throne. And even though we can't live it, God says, if you confess our your sins, what? Mm -hmm. He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us. So God, what he starts inside of us at, with Pentecost, I'm not with Pentecost, but with the cross and then with Pentecost, he's able to complete mm -hmm. what he started, right? So we are redeemable. But when you talk about a mark in your forehead, which is where your brain is, now you can start to see this starting to come together. So this is the big one. I'm ready for you, Rob. I know you're dying to get to this verse. Um, it says here, mm -hmm. how do they, what is the deception? What do they use? What are they leading us to? Well, it says sorcery. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, oh, sorry, I thought you were asking me. <laughs> sorcery, witchcraft, magic spells, poisonous charms. But the real root word there is pharmakeia. Take right. it over, Rob. Take it over, Pastor Rob in the house. So, look, pharmakeia, here's the thing. You can go online and get what's called a Strong's Concordance, all right? And so what you can do when you go through your Bible is you can type in a word. In this case, the word is sorcery. Okay, when I put that in, it'll say, what does that actually mean? Now, one of the definitions comes up as pharmakeia. So this is the use of medicine, drugs, or spells. Okay, did you catch that? So pharmakeia is medicine. Pharmakeia, where do we get from there? Pharmacy, like your pharmacy, pharmaceuticals. That's what it means. So if you're sitting here listening to this, this is what you can take away. That there is a mystery okay, entity in the world. But this entity has a connection to ancient Babylon or probably, okay, the Tower of Babel, right? And these people are trying to make the light inside of us go out so we can never talk to Jesus again, okay? And they're going to accomplish this goal through deception and they're going to actually lead us to the product that actually accomplishes their goal is going to be something you find at your pharmacy, which means a lot of that stuff is prescribed by what? Your doctor. So again, the idea of administering medication, right, or something therein like that can accomplish something that is what previously would have been thought of as magical, right? And so you can start to see your whole connections there. So when you mention uh, having the light go out and never again uh, having the light lamp shine on you or in you, that reminds me. Was that you? No, <laughs> I'm texting it's her a, as we speak. It's no, a, don't say that. It's R2-D2. <laughs> uh, but it just reminds me of, you know, how I felt when I had COVID. I felt really disconnected and cut off and I couldn't... Um, I felt like I couldn't hear God's voice. It was really bizarre. And then it reminds me when we're in church, and I remember our pastor saying that he, when he had COVID, he didn't mention COVID specifically, but we found out later, he also felt like he um, couldn't hear God's voice. Rob, when you had it, did you feel that way? 
Yeah, I, I did feel a disconnect. Um, there was definitely a disconnect from God. I, I didn't feel like reading my Bible so much. Um, I was having trouble with prayer and, and concentration. And I have to tell you, what's interesting is uh, there was a Saturday night. I, I, we didn't even tell the people that I had COVID. Oh, yeah. But, and yeah, and, and mean, obviously, I don't mind. But I'm just yes. in case you didn't know people, the reason I yeah, was out. Contagious was, anymore, uh, ladies. And I'm not contagious so, and still single. So, But, <laughs> but no, uh, I remember, I don't even know if I told you guys this yet, but I started feeling better on a... I believe it was Sunday, so it was either Saturday or Sunday, it doesn't matter, but the night before, I literally did worship for the first time, and I was down for 13 days, okay? It was bad. It was was bad. It is what it is. It was bad, and I remember I worshiped, um, I put on some worship music, and I put my hands in the air while I was laying down, put my hands up, and I have to tell you, I felt fantastic within 24 to 48 hours after Mm -hmm. doing that, but it was not easy and I felt this separation from God and I even was tearing up with Dr. Kevin and um makes me sad right now and and Alex I remember tearing up saying I just feel I just haven't felt him mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and then but when I did worship it's like something broke right yeah I don't know if I got a chance to share that with you guys no, yet. also one other thing uh one of the days we took him in for the for the monoclonal antibodies yes. that yes. in Florida oh my yeah. gosh so it was uh, again if you any other yes. kind of uh, treatment is being suppressed. And that's yes. exactly what our president is somehow then coming in and trying to interfere with our ability to fight this another way. Remember, the emergency right. order completely goes away if this is treatable in another way. Yeah, we right. will want to talk to you about right? that, so too. So we'll, we'll yeah. talk about yeah. that, but yeah, that's, that was can another you say thing. it again, the name, the term of that? It's that the, important. It's the monoclonal antibodies that yep. was called right. Regeneron, right? Yep. It does not cost a penny. Nope. You can go online. You, you'll get in the next day. Do it right away. I mean, the best oh, thing, day. Alex. Alex will be on my Christmas list for the rest of my life. Right? <laughs> yeah, just you don't even need an appointment. Um, it was really quick. We you haul can. them in in a crate, right? <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. And um, they don't ask for really any information. They said they will bill insurance if you have it, but they don't need to. Nope. It's free. It was, it's paid for by FEMA. It was great. And um, unbelievable. Yeah. So it, it helped him a lot. And Absolutely. Uh, the sooner you get it done, the better. But uh, yeah. You know, he had it done on the 11th, 10th, or 11th day. Yeah, and I was good within 24 hours. So, totally worth it. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I just wanted to add this. Somebody else, so there's some, there, I feel like, and I told Kevin this. So, after having my experience with COVID and feeling disconnected um, from God, and then um, hearing the pastor's experience, and then Rob's, and then someone else wrote this, um, and it was on their Instagram. It says, I'm just going to read it. I don't know how else to put this. I had my second dose of Pfizer two weeks ago and have become convinced there's something in these vaccines that cuts people off from spirit. It's like my consciousness has been leashed and my life has turned the volume down real low. It says they had an intense spiritual awakening two years ago triggered by Sykes. And it's like the connection I gained has been erased. I think this is some kind of evil alien tech. I'm not even joking. Like the law of one Orion type stuff to stop us ascending or whatever that means. I can't describe the change in my awareness. I struggle to believe it myself. It's like my mode of operation has been changed. I'm lucky I'm even conscious of it because I feel like most people aren't even, aren't really in touch with spirit and wouldn't notice anything wrong. For me, this is hell. And I know some of you know what I'm talking about when I say I feel like I've betrayed my soul's mission. It's like there's no forgiveness for me and I failed to allow myself. Um, I failed and I've allowed myself to fail knowing something was wrong. Um that's disturbing it is and that's not the only one we have one in the book that we mentioned in one of the articles on all pro pastors again where AstraZeneca trial the woman said exactly the same thing she can't feel God anymore after taking these vaccines so yeah and I so um, you know and I like to do have a confirmation of at least threes on something and so I told Kevin I was like I felt like I got so sick um, because I don't don't 
usually get very sick. Um, it was God trying to show me something about this, and then Rob got really ill, and that's really weird too. Mm-hmm. And then having the pastor say that, and then reading this, I was like, that. I feel like it. It, it is man-made. There's something like God was showing me in this, and I feel like that's it. Like there's something in the COVID that's clearly, obviously, man-made, but we know that now. Um, there is that disconnection mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to hold with me for a second. Okay. Let's blow through everything we just said. God has a relationship with us and that he is now through Christ sitting on the throne of our heart and Satan is desperately trying to unseat him okay and there's no way that he can do it okay the only way he can do it is through technology yeah something he's never had before right and they need access to our bodies so they have what we know this was man-made right now we know right there's a cause that's come in the world it was premeditated it was designed which means it was what okay it's a conspiracy it Mm -hmm. was somebody conspired to do it right okay so who is is there a worldwide conspiracy the bible says there is it started back when satan rebelled remember yeah things in the world only happen two ways okay either somebody plans them conspires to do them or they happen accidentally the bible then tells us that satan has a group of people in the world that it calls mystery babylon okay and so these are the people that are going to be behind a deception that's coming and this deception is also going to be a cause and this cause is then going to lead people what to get close to access to their bodies mm-hmm. and then they're going to come in with all the monetary because they are the wealthy merchants uh-huh. right they are the politicians who can make these mandates right the yeah. companies can say i'm sorry you don't have a job here right now you start to see hey you're not giving me access you don't get your vaccine passport you can't buy or sell mm-hmm. okay and they're doing this through deception this covid narrative is a lie now that we know it's a lie it means what this could be the deception and what is it all leading us to if the deception is here and it's and it's leading us to something the the vaccine is the pinnacle of the crime because it's giving them access to our bodies and again that's something we would find yes this is what we would find at the pharmacy your bible told you two thousand years ago that this is who they are, this is what they're about, this is how they're going to actually do it, right? And nobody is talking about this. If you are not feeling chills right now, Mm -hmm. okay, you ask yourself, how could you be hearing this for the first time? How is this possible? How is it that a chiropractor from Florida is pointing this stuff out? Now, I was sharing this with a pastor just about a week ago and my frustration you know not being able to get this out to a lot of people right and i had actually spoke in their church at the time and when i brought up okay this passage here um really revelations 18:23, and how this is who it's going to be and this is who's behind it and how it would end up to being something that would be at our pharmacy mm-hmm. when i told them that they said i remember when you said that Mm-hmm. Now, folks, that's 10 years ago, mm. right? So here you have, again, I am not a prophet, okay? Let me get let me be clear, right? I'm one of those people that can read their Bible and see some connections, right? And why would I speculate? Why would I spend time on this? Because this is the greatest deception ever played. Mm-hmm. This gives Satan what he wants. He wants access to your body. He mm-hmm. wants access to the temple of God. And as Christians we cannot be for a beastly system 
that requires access to our bodies or takes away our ability to buy and sell, period. If you're a Christian, you can't believe that we need a one world government that controls us, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're a Christian, you have to be saying the only way we would know whether the mark of the beast is happening or not happening is the fact that we don't give access to our bodies. Mm -hmm. We cannot have mandatory access to our bodies. That's the line I'm drawing in the sand. And this is my biblical case for that. Now, when we go out into the world, I mean, I'm watching these shows, and we all are. We're all trying to glean. People are coming to a conclusion. This is a worldwide coordinated deception that's all happening at the same time, right? And even, you know, again, a secular evolution is saying the only option is to go around the institutions, uh, these institutions are the governments and the companies that we're talking about, right? Now, when we talk about access to our bodies, there's three things that come out here. Number one is, if you look at what a lot of people are saying about artificial intelligence, okay? So the idea that if they ever get biometric technologies inside of this, they really would be able to execute all kinds of things. And this is what we're going to talk about, okay? Some possible information on all of us that would upload to the internet and connect us all to the internet so they would know everything about us at all times control all of our information all of our finances all of our medical information they could literally know what we're saying and doing at all times that's the technology that's available biometrically and then we also have the genetic components the idea of changing our bodies genetically and we talked about those narratives as we go through but the other thing that's happening here is that the Bible speaks of plagues, right? And these plagues are something that are also, we don't know that, that God is the one that sends these plagues, right? And so these are the three main narratives that when we look at this, what is this vaccine accomplishing? The fact that we find it at the pharmacy, it's part of this overall deception that's happening. But remember, the mark of the beast could have, you know, some of these other components. So let's let's give a little break but that's the case biblically for why and i can think of specifically del bigtree on episode and that's 226 yep. he gets to the end and he he's kind of almost distraught he doesn't really know how is it possible that this what he's finding out is actually a reality because that would mean we have a worldwide cabal right and then what possible agenda could they have and the bible tells you they want access mm -hmm. to the temple of the holy god and that was the place right where if the man went into the holy temple of god and he did something wrong they had a rope on him yep. that's mm -hmm. what we're talking about here mm -hmm. this is the temple of the living god right and mm -hmm. if you defile that temple how can the holy god inhabit that unholy temple so this is why we we don't i don't believe we'll ever fully know what the mark of the beast is until it's here but we start to see that it's going to follow some of these basic paradigms of what the bible is telling us in general so um speaking of that particular episode um we're going to talk more now about how do we know there's a worldwide cabal how, why are there such lies about there in, out there in general? And in general, the guy who is almost making the whole case for us is, is Tony Fauci. Um, of course, cool on three masks. Don't cool on three masks. Tony doesn't, doesn't right? deserve. So let's let's start with him a little bit. But you think about three masks, Tony, right? 
all of the stuff that he came out in his emails, right? Mm -hmm. Now we know, hey, he's not only does he lying to us about everything, what he says in the emails is not what he's saying to the American people, right? And then Del Bigtree actually in that episode uh, gets a redacted email. Right. uh, The letter was, uh, the reason that he got it unredacted is because that particular email was to a private citizen who he was working with in um, Peter Daszak. Um, at the Wuhan lab and uh, it's a letter from Peter to uh, Fauci and uh, it's just we're just gonna read a little part of it and it's like uh, what is this? this is from Peter all right it says dearest Tony it's been a very hard few months as these cons- I'm just adding I don't know that Peter sounds like that but <laughs> it's been a very hard few months as these conspiracy theories have gradually become more politicized and hardened in their stance especially because the work we've been doing in collaboration with these Chinese virologists have given us incredible insights into the risks that these viruses represent so that we can directly help protect our nation from the bat origin coronaviruses We are fighting to keep the communications open with our Chinese colleagues so that we can better address future pandemics. Well, that sounds like BS to me. (laughs) I don't know how you guys interpret that, but he says we and our Chinese colleagues, they are besties. Exactly. So you think about what was happening in that email. The first thing he addressed is that this is Peter again. He's thanking Tony profusely for saying, I'm sorry, we didn't leak anything, right? (laughs) This was, we didn't leak anything. This was a natural origin. So he thanks him profusely for that. And then he admits. Because the work we've done. Yes. In collaboration. But then he admits that, yes, we're working on exactly these same things right. and we're working with them in corroboration right right with wuhan right, right? and well, he, so right he does earlier in that message i know they actually talk about gain of function that they've been doing with this lab that's yes. just not in here but um so he they openly admit that it's hard to distract people from the fact that it's gain of function right. because people already know and they believe um, so that's the that's the part that you know is not in here. Well, and remember too that North Carolina and Wuhan are the only ones that actually work on those particular types of viruses, the SARS-CoV-2. So here he is thanking him profusely for giving them a cover story that we didn't actually leak anything, but we are definitely working together. And again, they're kind of talking about this gain of function stuff happening. So these are all important things, right? And as you go further through this whole thing. The, the paper that uh, Three Mask edits later, who's like, uh, when he talks about, people have looked at this and they said that's not gain of function because uh, there's a paper that comes out later that says, in fact, that that particular SARS-CoV-2 was not gain of function. Uh, the paper he's talking about, Fauci actually edited. Right. Um, I, I don't think you get to do that. Well, that's the whole point, yeah. you know, redacting. Just, they were able to get it unredacted because he's trying to hide the relationship that he had there. So these are all things that are going to hopefully come out, you know, as we get going. So, yeah. yeah. So the other thing I'm going to cover here was, this is a really recent um, article. Uh, actually, it was on YouTube. Uh, Elon Musk. The, the title of this one was, This is Very Serious. We Are in Trouble. He's talking about there's a lot of things going on right now, technologies, that if we don't handle them properly, they're going to destroy the world. And one of the things that he talks about specifically is artificial intelligence, how it has an ability to essentially 
with with some technology in us right that we really could control the whole planet right he even talks about drones okay that could easily kill anyone whenever they wanted to kill them right all they have to do is get the facial id where mm. off of your phone right so you start to think about this this other thing he talks about is how these artificial intelligences can control propaganda he says that basically this is what he said a linear response remember when somebody does something then we react that's called a linear you know chain this thing thinks and reacts so quickly it says a linear response to an exponential threat means we're not we're, which means we're going to lose okay these things can exponentially react and change what they do almost immediately so he really talks about how this control of information by artificial intelligence can actually be used as propaganda to do whatever they really want to do and again this is where you get back to it he says he still has faith in humanity right it is shaken but he is still pro-humanity now think about that that's where we're all at I think one of the things we have to realize is that it with the technology that we have right now if a government ever got control of us we would be fish in the barrel that's the facts there we would never see another um, government be able to overthrow us right because of the technology that, that's available today and so this is the kind of things that you hear from the world's most powerful people and Elon Musk giving you a little hint at what's happening there but did he, did he talk about that neural implant that he put in the monkey three months ago he, he doesn't on that particular one, but again, that's what he's saying is that um, some of these implants can actually be implanted in your mind. And one of the things that he said there is that the, one of the ways that these really important people plan to live forever is to do exactly that. He talks about having a neural implant in your mind mm -hmm. that's connected to a supercomputer artificial intelligence that would give you almost infinite awareness of everything that's going on and so you start to think about this is power that nobody is ever meant to have power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely sure but right. you know they did put it they just put it in that monkey um the neural implant three months ago and it's i mean it's working i guess but um and they did do that reanimation of that dead brain right right that zombie they called it a zombie brain but well, you can see some of those those things we've talked about, you know, that there's an image that's somehow resurrected, right? And so you start to think about some of these ideas yeah. of reanimating tissue, bringing things back to life. These are all positive things that the Bible is talking about. So we're kind of running out of time, but we do want to cover uh, Dr. Carrie Madej. She's with Frontlines uh, Doctors, one of the best uh, websites you can get out there. And they even have some great stuff on there that if you're, you're being bothered by your company trying to tell you to take a vaccine, they have some good resources there. We're hoping to also get to some of that ourselves. But she has a one particular, um, I think you can even watch it. I'm, not, it's, I'm sure it's not on YouTube, by the way. Um, but I doubt it, it. It's not. It's, but it's talk about that this is really war. We're, we're, in a, we're in a stage of war. Yeah, exactly. She starts saying, like, look, this has never happened before. We have never been quarantined like this since we're masking healthy people. She talks about that really they're breaking all the rules of medicine as it is. You know, and we've kind of gone over that, how when you're wearing a mask, when it's, it's when you're healthy, it's actually unhealthy. She talks about how doctors and nurses could just stop this if they just came together. Sure, and we talk about that often. I mean, if they just could, 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 
got together just together and said, hey, yeah. look, we're not doing this. Right. And just, she said, there's certainly enough nurses to right. just say, hey, you know what? We're not coming to work today. It would right. stop. Done. Like 50% of them haven't even taken yep. the vaccine if Absolutely. they just got together. Because you know, they don't have a union or anything. Yeah, and just for a day, said right, today, one day, just walking out, they not shut down the up. whole world. That's right. Yep. So that's pretty amazing. When she said that, I was like, wow, <laughs> they don't want that getting out. But um, anyways, and she actually said that masks are a symbol of slavery. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about the six foot demonic? Um, when she oh, was sure. About six, that's pretty yeah. amazing. So she was saying that um, even the distance that you know they're recommending that everyone stay six feet away from each other. And that's um, very specific because the uh, level of energy that the human heart puts out, the frequency at which that travels, is approximately six feet. And so the reason why we're told to stay six feet away from each other is because that's the distance that that covers. So staying that far away from each other, our energy doesn't reach each other. Mm. uh, So that's very specific. Yeah, you know, sometimes you wish, you know, people's energy didn't reach you, clearly. <laughs> or, or smell. Or smell would be kind of nice, so. too. Sometimes. Yeah, so our son got, a, we got these really funny vaccine shirts um, that say funny things, but our son wanted the one that said, after this virus is over, I still want some of you to stay away from me. Right. <laughs> so hilarious. So him. So him. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that definitely that definitely deserved to mention though for sure. Yeah, and I I know that she mentioned something about the um. There's been more studies about this, and we'll talk about this in another episode. But that um, all four of the vaccines they have now found graphene oxide in all four of them. Mm-hmm. So. And that's something we're gonna blow up on another episode, yep. I think. Yeah. Right. She talked but about there's no safety studies, and yeah, definitely. Yep. Mm. And then so and, and she mentions that um, there's something about this linking up with. AI. She believes a strong component of this mm. linking up with AI. Mm-hmm. So that is the other thing. Now she didn't, because at the time there's a video of her talking about the graphene oxide. So what we know, and um, we'll talk about this when we do the graphene oxide, is that she's absolutely right. She didn't know this, but there is something about the graphene oxide that links up with the 5G. Actually mm. turns it into wow. 6G with very little effort. Wow. So um, she was right on about that, though she didn't know that at the time. Yeah, so she thinks like the digital world, human being integrates with the AI, and um, I, I, some of the stuff she said super disturbing. I don't think we want to talk about that in that episode because it gets real deep and uh, real dark. Mm. Well, you know, you start thinking about this. You know, well, we could, you know, how do you get a space station? Well, you can't get it up there, right? <laughs> yeah. you, you have to put it up there yeah. in pieces, and then you build it. So, you know, we'll talk about how some of this stuff literally could be self-assembling, right? And they may be putting yeah. in some components. And again, they've That's created a good a analogy. I like that. They, they really have created a narrative where, mm. I mean, they're on the fourth booster. I mean, the fourth, fourth shot in Israel. This mm. is a never-ending scenario where we need access to your bodies. It's not going to be a one-and-done deal. You were made in the image of God, and it's going to be hard for them to ruin that image. But that is clearly their goal. And if you give them enough chances at this, they're going to succeed. That's what the Bible says. Well, and she says that um, the apocalypse means the veil is lowered. Right. And and that takes you back to the veil, you know, back in the temple, right? That, That veil has also been lowered. You know, where that third eye is being opened. That's what the apocalypse means, right? Wow. And she's saying that something like, so you think about, um, and so when I watched that video, I I was telling Kevin at the time, I lived in Los Angeles and um, she was saying that everybody needs to be in order for this, their plan to work for this new world order that they're bringing about, everybody would have to be hooked up to 5G. And that's why this big push for 5G. 
And so you see where a lot of this all starts to tie into everything else that's happening in the world. But I was like, I don't know even how that's possible. And remember the new Green Deal that just went through, right? And how they were talking about by 2030, that new Green Deal says that no more gas engine cars. It's mm -hmm. all electric. Right, I said, right. How is that even possible? Because um, that can't be possible because it, when I lived in California, brownouts were happening, and that was 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. Because everybody being on electricity at the same time, well, then, depending on the city you were in, rolling brownouts had to happen, meaning that you would lose power all throughout the city, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, all throughout California at certain times for a few hours. Imagine if everybody in the United States was on the grid, electrical mm -hmm. grid at that time. Wow. How are right. we going to do that? We don't have the infrastructure for that to happen. Right. So... Um, what she was saying was like, yeah, well, imagine how much worse it would be if everybody, mm -hmm. right? Um, so. Well, one of the things she said is she mentions that. 2030. Interesting. And that yeah. is the year of the Great Reset. Remember, mm -hmm. that's Klaus yeah. Schwab yeah. saying, hey, yeah. you're not, nobody's going to have anything and right. they're going to like it this way. Right, right. right. You're right. not going to own anything, mm -hmm. right? Which means you're going to take everything from us and what? then brainwashes right? there's right. no way that's happening right this is what the great reset is and so again we're talking about there's lots of ways to look in the world and come to the conclusion that there is a group of people in the world that are trying to set up a one world government that's what this conspiracy theorist is that's what they're using this for and by the way there's one more guy that we talked about his name is pierre gilbert that's yeah. right. So Pierre Gilbert, he is a theology professor from uh, Quebec, right? And he very specifically, uh, and this is, by the way, just so you know, this is not modern. He was talking about this in the 1990s, uh, approximately 1993, 1995. And he said, uh, in the biological destruction, there are organized tempests on the magnetic fields. What will follow is the contamination of the bloodstream of mankind creating intentional infections. This will be enforced via laws that will make vaccination mandatory. <laughs> and these vaccines will make possible to control people. The vaccines will have liquid crystals that will become hosted in the brain cells, which will become micro receivers of electromagnetic fields where waves of very, very low frequencies will be sent. And through these low frequency waves, people will be unable to think. You'll be turned into a zombie. Don't think of this as a hypothesis. This has been done. Hmm. He said, and I'm just adding this because that was a quote, but he says, um, think of Rwanda. He said that happened well, and there's been reports of this, this vaccine, yeah. um, you know, creating prions disease, which is mad cow disease. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's a connection with that. And of course, the mad cow disease is, you know, insanity, right? Yeah. Well, the, and, and he said, you know, specifically, he mentioned Rwanda when that happened, mad cow disease. I think we can all remember that. Um, and also there's uh, someone else that had a very similar uh, sort of thoughts. There was um, from also from Quebec, an investigative journalist. Um, an essayist. Uh, his name was Sergei Manast, and just to mention him, he had very interesting thoughts. She pulled that off. That was that was credible. Thank mm -hmm. you, thank mm -hmm. you. Um, he also had very similar thoughts um, to that that uh, he had. But the, interestingly enough, those were both both in the early '90s. And how did they know that? Right. Hmm. Well, like hmm. he said, he was referring to things that were were done. Yeah. You know. And again, remember, this is what we're going to say. Okay. We on this show oftentimes are talking about what Satan is doing. Mm -hmm. But I am telling you, 
that they don't get to do nothing unless God allows it. Right. And the truth is, it is God who is shaking the nations right now. Right. And he's allowing this to happen to wake us up. So when we don't talk about what the Bible says is happening, remember, that's our paradigm. When these things happen, we're supposed to talk about it, and we're supposed to say that this is happening because this is what the Bible is saying, right? So we go back through that, and you go, Jesus said to stand up, right? right? This is what the church needs to do. We cannot let this beast government form on our watch. We need to stop it, right? And right. that's really what we're saying. You start to look at this. What I'm trying to tell you, and this is what everybody should understand, there is technology available that's not genetic, by the way. Okay, biometric, okay, technologies, liquid crystals that he's referring to, mm -hmm. along with frequencies, right, right, that are able to disrupt your ability to think. Right. And control your minds. Right, and do crazy things to your body. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if you can't talk to God anymore, do you see how the Bible was telling us suddenly your relationship with God yeah. is going to be interrupted. Mm -hmm. And you see how the Bible says, yeah, they need access to your body, but they're going to do something between your eyes, mm -hmm. which is your brain. Yeah. Right? So here you start to see these modern technologies are fulfilling exactly what the Bible said would happen. So remember, we don't only we're not only following the genetic um, components of this vaccine that there's something that could happen to our minds if we changed our genes there's something that could there's all kinds of technologies that could start to fulfill what the bible is saying so i get to say these things everything i've said on the show is what the bible is saying right. and i do want to point out that sergey um, manast who's now um, passed away uh, um, interesting died suddenly uh, yes because he <laughs> actually he and pierre Right. Well, he. Well, I don't know that Pierre is, but um, Sergey had something very interesting to say because he actually did tie this into something religious. He um, and um, Pierre is a theology professor, um, so they they have godly beliefs, both of them. But Sergey was saying specifically that he had a theory that what NASA was tied into this, that they want a new world order to come about, and that they are going to use their whoever these people are are going to use a belief in uh, whatever they're doing to reprogram people into thinking something was going to happen with a new messiah and that's how they were going to right. play with people's minds but they also had the power by using these frequencies to cause things medically to them like heart attacks and interestingly enough after he produced this essay or this investigative piece he and his research partner died a few days later after coming out with this of guess what <laughs> He's perfectly healthy, by the way. Wow. So, you know, I, when my message to everybody out there that's struggling with the lies of this agenda and wondering who's behind it, your Bible says that they need access to your body to pull this off. They need to have a worldwide global government that literally tells you, you can't buy or sell if we don't do what they want us to do. And this is the crucial fundamental part of what we as Christians have to polarize so Rand Paul is probably my favorite guy and I want to go ahead and end this episode with what he's saying he's talking about peaceful non-compliance let's listen to this it's time for us to resist they can't arrest all of us they can't keep all of your kids home from school they can't keep every government building closed although I've got a long list of ones they might keep closed or might ought to keep closed we don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and bureaucrats. 
we can simply say no, not again. Nancy Pelosi, you will not arrest or stop me or anyone on my staff from doing our jobs. We have either had COVID, had the vaccine, or been offered the vaccine. We will make our own health choices. We will not show you a passport. We will not wear a mask. We will not be forced into random screenings and testings so you can continue your drunk with power reign over the Capitol. President Biden, we will not accept your agency's mandates or your reported moves towards a lockdown. No one should follow the CDC's anti-science mask mandates. And if you want to shut down federal agencies again, some of which aren't even back to work yet, I will stop every bill coming through the Senate with an amendment to cut their funding if they don't come back to work in person. Local bureaucrats and union bosses, we will not allow you to do more harm to our children again this year. Children are not at any more risk from COVID than they are from the seasonal flu. Every adult who works in schools has either had the vaccine or had their chance to get vaccinated. There is no reason for mask mandates, part-time schools, or any lockdown measures. Children are falling behind in school and are being harmed physically and psychologically by the tactics that you have used to keep them from the classroom during the last year. We won't allow it again. If a school system attempts to keep children from full-time in-person school, I will hold up every bill with two amendments, one to defund them and another to allow parents the choice of where the money goes for their child's education. You know, I'm going to stop it there, but Mm. here's the deal. Our Bible says, Jesus said, he gave us a paradigm. He says, when you see these things happening, right, you know what's in your Bible and you see it happening. That's what we talked about today. Okay, he gave us two clear commands. Stand up. Mm -hmm. Standing up is not sitting down. Standing up is peaceful noncompliance. It says, I'm not doing this anymore right we can't give you all of our freedoms based upon what you're saying you're going to take away from us we can't end it on that and that's what i wanted to leave us all with right now is the time where we listen to what the bible says okay yes we still need encouragement and when you think about this show you know we have to remember god is working god is working in all of this you know and this show it it may be a little light on the encouragement maybe we'll be a little light sometimes on trying to get your chin up right but we will absolutely be talking about why this is a deception and why we need to stand up so this is again the podcast where hey we're not necessarily focusing on you know how to be harmless doves we are trying to help the church wake up and become what what kind of serpents rob that would be wise as serpents what kind of serpents wise you know if you look at our our thing rob on our little cartoon is the guy handling the snakes that's right that's right that's right (laughs) and you know it's not a coincidence that god is telling us hey this is the time where we need to be as wise as our enemy and i think that's where we've gone here to say something that this is worthy of the greatest deceiver of all time Hopefully you guys can join us on our next episode and uh, we have some special guests coming up too that's going to be great. So please be sure to share, subscribe, review. We really appreciate it. We have more reviews this week. One of them said that I 
joke around too much. But, <laughs> but otherwise, they like us. So we you know actually what? appreciate it. five stars, though. Duff it. I'm yeah. going to continue to joke around. You still got your five Care. stars, yeah. so it's all good. But anyway, yep. we really appreciate it, even if we to joke around too much anyway but the thank jokes, you so much the jokes actually help yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they, keep us, they keep us going yeah so you have to have the jokes <laughs> but we really appreciate you guys and just continue to share mm-hmm. please yeah. please and message us please message us I love hearing yeah, from nobody's you guys message us too much so continue I, I responded yeah. to someone yesterday but it's been like once this whole week That's oh, it. we come need on, more people. we come need on. more well we've had 45,000 downloads Woo! folks so you're not the only person yeah. listening to this but please yes. give us some reviews don't forget soilministries.org they're our sponsor in Honduras, trying to help them uh, with vision and resources. Second forest in our hemisphere. So, again, soilministries.org. And God bless you guys. We'll see you again this week. Read your Bible. Amen. Nobody's talking just too much. So, no, I responded to someone yesterday, but it's been like once this whole week. Oh, we Come need on, more. people. Come we need on. More. Well, we've had 45,000 downloads, folks, so you're not the only person listening to this, but please yeah. give us some reviews. Don't forget soilministries.org. They're our sponsor in Honduras, trying to help them uh, with vision and resources. Second forest in our hemisphere, so again, soilministries.org. And God bless you guys. We'll see you again this week. Read your Bible. Amen. <laughs>